Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Resolution Revolution 2019. Resolution Revolution. And I'm super excited to be bringing this episode to you. There are other episodes I've done in the past that are updates and looking forward to kind of episodes where I'm trying to share with you what I'm working on, what's coming up. And over the years, those kind of podcast episodes, they're good for me to do. They're very important. And they feel somewhat rewarding, I would say, because for one, it puts things into perspective for myself. It reminds me, oh yeah, I'm working on this. I'm working on that other thing. And and then over the years, as I get them published, I can look back and say, oh, yeah, remember back then when I was working on this thing and that thing didn't work out or like, oh, that thing worked really well, and but who would have known? So it's a it's a timeline, right? It's a journal. It's a vlog. I'm uh, sorry, a blog, a podcast blog, a plog, if you will. And yet there have been other times where I've done it because time keeps going. Time keeps going in this linear fashion, right? And publishing the podcast takes work. It takes work. And I've streamlined the process extremely well over the years. And yet there is still, because I've done some things to make it just more exciting and fun, it does take some work beyond just the recording of it. It takes post-production. And I've hired people over the years to do it, and I've had interns, and that's been really good. It's allowed me to get the episodes out with less of my own personal time in, invested in it. However, there are some times where I just hit these gluts, or not gluts, um, the opposite of gluts, whatever that, I get, the podcast gets stuck, and it doesn't get published, and I'm talking about these things that are somewhat timely, maybe not so evergreen. I try to keep the podcast evergreen with the topics I talk about, and yet, Part of the thing with my podcast is that it is very personal um, because I don't have guests every week like other shows or every day. It's a lot of stuff from my own personal experience. And so there is this timeline. And so I don't want to be posting things out of order because I might refer to something that happened within the timeline of me recording. And yet there's that evergreen aspect that allows people who maybe aren't listeners every day to the show or you know consistent listeners to just hop in and listen to a particular episode about a particular topic so this episode could very well be one of those why do i bring all this up because because so much good stuff going on but it's not stuff i necessarily want to talk about because in the past i've been like all right like there was a few years ago where i was like okay i'm gonna have all these new guests and i'm gonna have this and this and i was so excited and sharing it and then I didn't even do anything. <laughs> like I stopped publishing podcasts for like a year after that. After I did this like update and looking forward to and you know promotion and hype, right? It just sounds like hype because then I fell through with the the fulfillment of it, which is definitely not what I'm the angle, right? It's not the plan. So here I am, and we're coming up on New Year's Eve, twenty twenty. Goodness gracious. And I'm a big, I like New Year's resolutions, but not 
just for the sake of New Year's resolutions, like I really like forming new habits. I like being able to adjust my life and improve my life by getting very clear about specific goals and habits. And New Year's Eve is always a great time to reevaluate certain habits and beliefs and look for new ones to implement to get new results. Now, what's so exciting about it for me this particular year in regards to Find Your Flow is I've got so many good infrastructure things in place that I haven't never had before. I've got new processes and systems that will that allow me to outsource pieces that in the past I haven't because I'm just was you know that's one of my challenges as an entrepreneur is outsourcing, letting go, delegating. Some people are naturally really good at it. They don't want to do anything and they just like give it off to other people right away. For me, I always have had the, in the past had the challenge of letting go of certain things because I was scared that they wouldn't get done or the bar would get dropped and then it'd be back on my plate and then here we are in self-fulfilling prophecy. That's what's going on. I need to hire more people and I actually did just hire a new intern so that should be helping me. But then there's the time I need to dedicate to training that new intern and developing the trainings around the specific tasks. And so it's like, well, if I'm doing all this already and I'm doing this and this and this, why do I need anybody to do the rest of it? It's the internal dialogue that goes on. But I know at a higher level that that's exactly what I need to do. I need to do all this stuff once myself, get the training systematized and in a way that makes sense so that I can pass that job off to somebody else. So it's important for me to have that intern there because it forces me to get focused about, okay, how do I get, how do I create this into a job somebody else can do? So it's not just on my plate all the time. So with all of that said, what are the things in your life that you maybe are still holding on to that you shouldn't be, that you should delegate to somebody else, get off your own plate and give it to somebody else? What are the things that are holding you back because you're trying to do it all by yourself? Or maybe you already have an assistant or a team, but you're micromanaging them. Maybe you're a control freak and you're not letting your team operate at their full capability because they're being micromanaged by you. And I don't know you, friend. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. But what? what's the other, let's look at the other side of the spectrum. Okay, maybe you're two hands off. Maybe there's you're not giving any direction and your team feels like they're just trying to figure it out all, all on their own and they don't have enough direction or guidance from the visionary. Maybe you have the vision, maybe you don't. Maybe you're communicating it well, maybe you're not. These are the things I'm looking at and the questions I'm asking to the people I consult to as we move into a new year. And I'm excited to be expanding who I work with going into 2020 because I've worked with a very specific group of business owners in a very specific niche, real estate investors specifically. And I've wanted to work, and I have in the past with people in other industries, but it's been it's been a few years. I've been really focused in this one specific niche. And now I'm getting at the point where it's time to look for other people I can help in other industries. And I'm excited about that because that's where the Find Your Flow mission is headed, I feel, at this time. And I might be wrong. I might change my mind later. But as far as I can tell... Now that I've got a lot of these things in place, a lot of this new curriculum I've been building over the last few years to train people to be entrepreneurs, to encourage and support entrepreneurs 
to reach the next level of their business and their lives. Because being an entrepreneur, you can't separate the business from the life, or at least not very easily, especially early on. Many of us live it, breathe it, right? That's one of the things that, as I'm working with new business owners, new entrepreneurs, something I see come up time and time again is this, the struggle. <laughs> the struggle is real, right? You start a business, and then, but life just keeps happening. Life just keeps throwing curveballs and doing whatever it does, and it's like, oh, well, I wanted to do this in my business, but this life thing happened, and so I'm no further along than I was last time we spoke. It's like, okay, so what are we going to do about it this week to make that this new thing, this new habit, this new process in your business get implemented? What are you going to do? What's the change that's going to happen to make this become a reality? And one thing that occurs to me from time to time, I was thinking about the other night, was I was thinking about how so many times, not so many times, but there are times when people will say to me, like, oh, well, I know how to do that. Oh, well, I know that already. It's like, okay, cool. Because, uh, yeah, for if you're new to the show, I'm a consultant by day. That's my, a lot of what I spend my day hours doing is consulting business owners on their marketing. Hi, friend Winston here. Thank you for listening online. to the Find Your Flow podcast. I really appreciate well you spending time here. So I want to hook you up with some free stuff from the Find Your Flow shop and uh, some and awesome discounts. So go ahead again, over to findyourflow.com forward slash podcast, VIP, that's podcast, VIP as in very important person as you are to me for being a subscriber to the podcast on your favorite listening station such as iTunes or Spotify or whatever. And I appreciate you so much for listening go there put in your name and email address findyourflow.com forward slash podcast vip and i will send you some cool stuff thank you again friend for listening take care and back to the show you know i want to do this and and we'll have this great talk and then like the next time we get on the phone it's like well you know then um but i have to work my day job and by the time i get you know tired home i'm just want to watch tv and blah 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 and so then we get into conversations about motivation right? Because they need a kick in the pants. Sometimes I'm just kicking people in the pants. Sometimes I'm cheering them on. I'm a cheerleader. Sometimes, like I said, I'm like they're, and, and I've had plenty of people, uh, clients work and share this with me, is that they feel like I'm their counselor or their um, uh, psych, what is it? Psychiatrist or psychologist, one of the two. And I'm not, for the record. I'm not, and I never pretend to be, just for the record. Uh, but they say it jokingly because I'm, you know, they're pouring their heart out to me. They're pouring their heart out to me and sharing these things and fears, right? It's scary. It's freaking scary to be an entrepreneur. It's a lot of things to navigate. And sometimes folks don't really know all those. And most of the time, they don't know all those things. But like the point in this part of the story was sometimes people think that they do. And sometimes they really do. They understand it conceptually, which is great because in that that trajectory of like not knowing what you don't know what you don't know till you do know what you don't know and then you know what you know and then you've mastered what you know there's like four stages of that moving from complete total unawareness to complete mastery over the thing and in that little model there when we know what we don't know. I think that could be, I think it could be frustrating any, at any of those points, but I think where a lot of people get hung up is in that 
well, not a lot of people. Again, I don't want to over over push that, but where I think where many people get frustrated, and I know myself also, is like, okay, well, I know how to do it, but it's not done. Or how, I know how to do it, but yet I haven't done it yet. <laughs> well, why not? Because because it takes time, it takes money, it takes resources, it takes energy. All the things that, you know, where do I get those things or additional resources, right? That's where maybe the challenge comes in. So knowing how to do something and getting it done, actually executing on it, two different things, right? And in what I do day to day, a big part of it is helping, first helping people move from not knowing what they don't know or, yeah, where they don't know what they don't know to, okay, here's, now you know, right? So that education component, here's the training, uh, go through this specific training, now you know what to do, now you know the how, the what, now you got to actually do it. Well, that part could take time, the implementation of it. And I was thinking about events like workshops when you or seminars, when you go to a big workshop or seminar, because I've got a few of those in the, in the works that I've been wanting to put on, the Find Your Flow Festival. I've been trying to get more clear about what does that look like? I'm so, like, I really want to do it. And I've been going through these old videos of Level 3 Records events that I've put on over the last... 16 years with my record label and music production company. I've been watching all these old videos that I found and photos from all these events and, um, you know, a couple of festivals and just a bunch of club events and a bunch of different kinds of events and whatnot. And it's like, I started thinking about what is it that I want to accomplish with the Finder Flow Festival? What is the, the goal? You know, it's to give people an experience of flow and magic and mysticism like an actual experience. I don't want to just talk about it and like have this idea about it. Like for me, it's got to be real. It's got to be tangible. It's got to be something somebody goes home and says, oh my gosh, like I was felt like I've never felt before. Okay. And so uh just had a little call come in in the middle of the show there. Sorry. So where were we? Goals, big picture goals. Getting someone first, the piece of specific knowledge, the what, the what's next. That's an important piece of consulting that I do when working with people is they want a certain outcome in their life or in their business or both. And so what's the next step? So that's the first thing that I help them get clear on is here's the next step. And I think that at big events, workshops, seminars, People generally learn a lot, right? That's kind of the big, one of the big values of most seminars and workshops is that you go to learn about a specific thing and you learn it and then you go back into your life and hopefully you apply it. And we know overwhelmingly from all the different companies that track this stuff and, and research it that most people do not implement what they learned, just by and large generalization, I know. But what they know too is that people that buy products at these events, the open rate is like like 70% of people don't even open the materials that they bought or something crazy like that. Don't quote me on that, but you can look it up. There's stats on this stuff. 
and then like even fewer people make it through the curriculum on their own. So people like Tony Robbins and some of these big folks that, you know, create this stuff were pretty frustrated with that. Like, what the heck? You know, we put in all this time and energy to make the best things and help people get the most results. And 70% of them don't even open the thing when they buy it. And when I think about that, I think about the people I work with who go and learn and, you know, invest in themselves. The ones that really, one of the huge, huge underlying factors that I think most people don't really think about and don't realize, and it's something that that I was fortunate to learn years ago when I was a new agent and a uh, new realtor, was that the accountability piece, the accountability and the, the ongoing coaching piece of it and how important that is because if you don't have that accountability or a mentor or somebody to help keep you on track for your goals to what you said your goals are to your commitments, then it, those commitments and those timelines come and go in the blink of an eye. And most people are right back where they started, you know, a year later, five years later, a lifetime later. And they never got that thing that they were after as that thing that they wanted. And so that becomes very important is do you have some kind of structure in place to help you do this over the long term? Knowing how to do it is great. That's important. But that's such a small piece of it. And I think a lot of people get frustrated because they think, well, I know this stuff. And yet they don't have the result that they want. Because knowing is according to G.I. Joe, knowing's half the battle. I would say knowing is like 1% the battle. More like Thomas Edison, right? 1% um, inspiration, 99% perspiration. Perspiration means sweat. Like you go out and work it. Having the idea is great. That's the aha moment. That's the catalyst to ignite you, to move you forward, to get you into action. But then maintaining action is where most people fall off. Most people can't maintain the motivation, the movement forward. And that's where you got to have somebody there in your corner, right? So that was just a thought. And so as I've been thinking about my event and like how I'm planning it and what's the goal, one thing that is important to me is that it's not just this peak experience. I mean, that's important. I want people to have a peak experience where it's like, oh my gosh, that was life-changing. That was amazing. I've experienced things I've never experienced before. I also want to have the infrastructure in place to help maintain that level of flow and awareness and experience for ideally the indefinite future and be able to ramp that up and level people up continuously from there. Like, so it's not just a, like a peak and then they fall back down into default world 2.0, which is what happens at most after most of these kind of events, right? Like you go to a seminar or a workshop, you get all fired up, you learn all this cool, amazing stuff, you go back to apply it into your life and maybe you do a little, maybe you don't, but other people around you, man, that doesn't work. Oh, you got suckered. Oh, you spent how much? Oh my gosh, right? Uh, a lot of people live in an environment where they're trying to do something cool or, or, you know, above and beyond or that next level and other people can't see that vision or they are scared or they're trying to protect you in a sense and like, oh, that won't work. Oh, save your money. Oh, that, you know, those people are scammers or like, ah, oh, that, whatever. All that negative talk, right? So having 
the support system is another huge piece. That community that says you can do this, you are doing this, it is possible, here's how. Okay, now you understand the how part, but now do you have the infrastructure in place, the network, the community of people to help you, hold you accountable to making that happen, to believe in you, to support you, to give you the kick in the pants, to give you the cheers and the accolades when you need that, the acknowledgements, right? Those things are important too. We got to be able to celebrate the wins along the way because otherwise if we're just looking at that big grand picture and we thought that great big grand picture, that life mission, that dream that we have was going to be the end all be all and we're working toward it and it hasn't happened yet, it's like, gosh, you still want it. You still want to keep working when life still keeps throwing lemons at you. You keep making lemonade and make your way toward your goal. What if your goal took 10 times, 20 times, 100 times longer than you thought it would? cost a thousand times more would you still want it would you still go after it and how would you know if you're on track or not do you have some kind of plan or timeline or system or tracking to help you tell where you are along the way whether or not you're moving toward your goal or away from your goal do you have somebody to help you figure that out how important is the goal to you is it important enough to put these kind of systems in place for yourself because Many of us, when forming a new habit, fall off the wagon sometimes, right? If it's a new habit and it's a challenging one, a lot of times we, we might fail. We might fall off it and it's like, oh, darn it. And for many people, that's the end of it. I gave it a try and it didn't work and now I'm on to the next shiny object. But people who are successful in any endeavor in life, in any area of life, they create that new habit and they stick with it. And I believe that there is a system to being good at generating and keeping new habits. And part of it, which I'm sharing with you now, and I've got a whole program on this, and I encourage you to go buy it. It's called Habits. I think it's the power of, amazing power of habits, something like that. It's in the shop. You can check it out, findflow.com forward slash shop. But it's so important because it's literally how you change your life. It's literally, literally how you hit your goals any goals that you're after because it comes down to the, your daily habits and are your daily habits aligned with that big picture goal or not and you can extrapolate out how the impact of those habits that you keep on the daily basis play into your longer life curve your your trajectory of life and your goals and so if you want to have a different life goal or different life trajectory then it comes down to figuring out which habits are relating to that specific goal and if need be, tweaking them, altering them, replacing them, upgrading them. And then getting that habit into your daily life so it becomes automated, automatic, effortless even. Or outsourcing, delegating to somebody else to do it for you. And that's what we do here at Find Your Flow. And I realize like, that's what I want to be able to offer with the Find Your Flow book club and then with some of the higher level like habit club stuff within Finder Flow that's more specific. And then, of course, this program that I'm talking about, the theme of the day is this resolution revolution because people love to make resolutions, but they don't give themselves the support to carry it out. And that's why so many people fail with the resolutions. I'm going to lose 30 pounds this year. Okay, cool. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to join the gym. Okay, well, we all know. We all hear the stories every year. Thousands of people, tens of hundreds, millions, I don't know, people join the gym on January 1st, 
the parking lot's jam-packed for the first month or two, and then what happens? Then people predictably fall off the wagon and go back to their old habits. Why? Why? It's probably a million and one different reasons because people have life still. Oh, I had to pick the kids up. Oh, I had to do this. Oh, the taxes were due. Oh, I had to do homework. I had my job this, my job that, right? So life happens. Okay, well, then then what? Then next year you're going to do the same thing? Every year that's your pattern? Like, that's not that's not going to get you the changes you're looking for in your life. There has to be a lifestyle change at that point, right? Maybe the gym isn't the way you're, that you're going to get into shape if you can't consistently make it there. If life throws a curveball now, you can't make it there. But how did you make it there for the first two months? What you know, and so this is the kind of conversation. Obviously, we can only generalize so much here, as we, but we can generalize because this is—it's a pattern. That's a bigger picture pattern that that many, many people, the majority of people, fall into every year. I'm gonna clear my nose and get a drink. So move your ears from the mic from the uh, headphones, please. Okay, so we're talking about creating a lifestyle that supports whatever it is our big picture goals are, our life goals, our dreams. And to create this new lifestyle, it may take some small changes, it may take some significant changes, depending on what you're trying to do, how far that gap is, right? And then identifying those gaps, that's the first part, just figuring out, oh, here's the, the habit I need to change. Oh, I want this goal. Okay, well, who can I find that can support me in creating a habit around that? Who else has done this successfully that I can model? Finding good models is important. And then having that infrastructure, the community, to hold you accountable to actually implementing those habits on a consistent basis. Knowing like, okay, once I get this habit, then I got to do this next one. Right? Having a roadmap of implementation of actions that you need to take to get yourself to become that person that is that thing that is the person that you dream of being and doing and having and thinking about there there is a way that you can do it but again it's probably going to take some time probably longer than any of us care to admit and it, but if we know that going into it then it's about just building that team building that family that community around you that supports you in working toward that long term long term that's the thing here in especially if you know my friends here in the United States we I think are particularly susceptible to the get rich quick schemes the overnight success I don't know how it is in other countries but here in the US that's a big thing right the magic diet pill you take it and overnight you're fit and ripped or you know you buy this thing and it's a business in the box it board does all the work itself and then boom you flip it on and you're a millionaire right that's such a big thing in our culture here and it's sad because it's complete bs it's complete bs and the biggest most richest successful people in the world will tell you that unless they're the ones selling you the get rich quick scheme and that's why they're rich because they sold it to the suckers that think that that is a real thing yeah sure some people will get rich off it get rich off buying a lottery ticket same kind of thing right and i'm not discrediting people who sell 
business opportunities. There's certainly opportunities that can be great. But that get-rich-quick angle of it, it goes to the laziest part of humans, is that you can get something for nothing. And that is just, that's a whole other topic, kind of, maybe not. Just uh, despise the free lunch is what I think Henry Ford used to say. Or not Henry Ford. Um, think and grow rich. Uh, my mind's slow. My mind is slow today, friend. It's okay. But you get the idea, I hope. So for me, as I was thinking about the um, what I'm trying to do with Finder Flow, a big part of it was that I wanted to be able to do this event, give people an amazing, life-changing, uplifting experience, once-in-a-lifetime type experience, but make it not once-in-a-lifetime. Create a structure, an infrastructure, a platform, a system for maintaining and further amplifying that experience. And I want to make it affordable to where the money isn't an issue. Like, it really isn't. You know, because I know so many times there's people that go to these events that really do want to be a, maintain involvement at some level, but money's a thing, right? And not everybody's got a whole bunch of discretionary income. So I want to have levels, and many of these things do, I realize. But it starts with this kind of idea of, for me, um, the book club, I think, is kind of a, an easy way to get people in, focused on the same page. We're going to work on these different aspects of self-improvement that I see that directly tie in to helping people achieve the results that they want in their lives and in their business. And that's where I feel I can have a big impact is, okay, you've identified this thing you want in your life, your dream, and maybe you don't know what it is. Maybe you haven't found your purpose or calling yet. That's okay, too. It's okay, too. So just being around other people that are working on that, just being around other people who have already found it, it can help you get clear on it. What would that be worth to you? To figure out your life purpose, your life purpose. What bigger thing is there? I mean, there's love and relationships and all this, regardless if you figure out your life purpose, and those are important, doing good work, all that good kind of stuff. And what if you had all that going and you knew your life purpose? And if you already know your life purpose, if you already feel called and you're already on that path, what's the next level of your personal evolution, of the evolution of your brand, of your business, that's going to help you take it to the next level? And who do you have along your side? Who do you have that can help fill in the pieces that you're maybe missing or that are not good uses of your time so that you can focus on your highest and best personal expression? That's what I want to build, friend. That's what I am building. It's in production. A lot of cool things have been accomplished recently in regards to helping people achieve that. And so this particular episode... I just want to kind of reiterate, I guess, what it is that that my big vision for Finder Flow is and and how it can help people. And to kind of start to outline what that looks like and why why it's looking the way it is, why I think it's important to be coming together the way it is, based on the thousands and thousands of 
consulting and coaching calls I've done over the last few years, the hundreds, I think over a thousand, it's got to be over a thousand business owners at this point that I've been able to personally consult to. And the things that come up the most often, what are the things that come up often? It's like I said, it's people life. It, these folks a lot of times have gotten clear about what they want and why they want it. And sometimes, and so a big part of my job is helping them get clear about the how, what's next, what specifically should you be working on to help you get those goals. And then after that, it's about holding them accountable for the long term. It's about consistency. Okay, we're going to do a call once every month. We're going to do a call every three weeks or every two weeks or whatever it is. That frequency over the course of the year or two, that's what so many people maybe don't recognize the value at first. Like it sounds cool. It sounds good. But then you'd be amazed how many people tell me, oh, my gosh, this is I'm so glad I did this. This is the the big value here is like just being able to have that consistency, that check in, because a lot of people. We, OK, last big thought as I start to wrap this up. A lot of people who are working toward their goals in their lives and business that I've worked with. There are the people who, you know, life happens. They don't hit their goals that we talked about, and then they don't show up for the next call. They'll send an email. Oh, gosh, Winston, you know, this happened, and uh, the cat got sick, and I just couldn't make it. Or and, and, and not to, like, say that that's not a good reason. You know, cats are great. I love cats, too. And sometimes I'm dealing with people, you know, in Florida, and they get hit by a freaking hurricane and some crazy stuff, right? A monsoon, like, literally. Like, their neighborhood gets decimated by a freaking natural disaster. And then I have people that, of course, don't make the call. Well, gosh, you know, I can certainly understand. Their neighbor's house is wiped out. You know, these kind of things happen. It's horrible. And then I have students, I kid you not, in that same darn town or right near it that make the call. And I'm like, how the heck are you guys doing there? Like, well, you know, we know the value of these calls. We value this call. And we drove to the nearest town or we got the white. We set up a like a makeshift antenna and Wi-Fi it into the freaking network and and we never want to miss a call and it's it's so humbling and so amazing it's like geez louise of course these people are going to be successful of course they are how can they not be how can they not be do you get it and again no judgment like i'm not putting down the people that couldn't figure out how to make their own telephone like you know antenna cell phone antenna out there after a hurricane that's very few people are going to put in that time or dedication to make that happen or can, but yet there are people who do. And that's what, what I start to see as a coach and consultant is like, how bad does somebody want it? Right. And because sometimes it's, and that's an extreme case, but that is a true, those are true examples. And then I have people at the other end where it's like, yeah, like, oh, gosh, you know, I just wasn't feeling like I got enough done and I just want to push off for a call. Can we do it later? It's like, well, I'm booked out for the next month, solid, so we could do it later. But now you're putting your your dream, your dream, your calling, your life purpose, that retirement plan, that legacy that you were going to build for your kids and your grandkids and your community and your church. We're just going to push that out an extra month. I guess that's not a big deal for you, huh? And you know, I'm, again, I, I know it sounds a little snarky when I'm saying this, but this is that's the seriousness that some people take it. That's the seriousness I take it. Like, that's what I want to provide for the people I work with is we get one life. Well, I don't totally believe that, to be honest, but 
this is one life <laughs> and this is very real right and when you die from this one like you don't get to come back to this one this one's done and one and gone that's for real that i truly believe in so what are you going to do with this one it's very legit to be concerned and to try to max it out as far as i'm concerned and to find your purpose and live your purpose and be on purpose in all that you do to the best of your ability and constantly refining that is my personal goal for myself right I'm pretty clear on my purpose i'm getting more and more clear by the day as i focus on what it is i'm trying to help people with and and how can i best serve and i ask for divine guidance and wisdom so that I can be guided by the highest and best version of myself and the highest, the gods and, uh, you know, the universe and whatnot at the highest level that I'm able to, to allow to flow through me, to work through my body as a vessel, a clear channel that can be used for the highest and best good of all. That is what I aspire to, and that's what I position myself to be in position to be, to serve at the highest and best level of my personal ability and to constantly improve that personal ability so I can serve at higher and higher levels consistently that's the trajectory that i've created for myself and the framework and the infrastructure to allow me to do that for myself and to now to be able to help more people in that capacity people who want that for themselves okay that's my purpose that is my flow <laughs> so i would like to help those people who have also found their purpose found their flow and want to take it to the next level and for people that maybe have not yet found their flow, their purpose, their highest and best, and want to. And then what does that look like? There's different levels, right? There are levels to these things. There's so many things. There's people who are already crushing it at the top of their game, and they're just looking for that tiny little next tweak to, to just take it to that next level. Those are the one percenters, right? The people that are already crushing at the highest and best, and they're just looking for that next level. And then there's people who are at the other end of the spectrum, who are brand, brand new, don't even know what the game is, aren't even in the game yet, but sense that there's something exciting going on and they want to be a part of it. And then there's people everywhere in between. So as I wrap up this particular episode, it comes down to, for me, resolutions, New Year's resolutions. What is it? Why are they important? Are they important? They get a big they're a big deal, right? There's always a big media thing and it's super fun to be able to talk about our New Year's resolutions and and even start some things and kind of get them started. But it's but also for a lot of people, the pattern or the habit they developed is, okay, I started in January 1st and then I end it by March, January, February, March, you know? It's not a lifestyle change. And so what I'm challenging people to do is Make it a lifestyle change. How do you make a lifestyle change? Do you know? If not, is there somebody you could find out from? Is there some kind of system that you could tap into that would save you a lot of time and energy and banging your head against the wall, you know, help you get through that learning curve quicker? Invest in yourself in those kind of things, right? That's one, one thing. Another thing is that system, the process, the, the accountability, the infrastructure to help you excuse me, hit those goals, those resol those resolutions in a systematic way. So it's not just like, ah, you know, close your finger and pick a new thing to choose as a resolution. What's going to change your life the way you want it? What's going to give you the outcome that you actually want 
and then what's going to be the system or the platform or the structure, the infrastructure, the community, the accountability to help you actually make that happen. Because if you're not doing that, then you're going to get the same results that you probably had last time you tried to do this thing, right? You're on a diet and you keep yo-yoing back and forth, back and forth. Okay, well, what's missing? Is that the diet itself? Is it the system of counting the calories or eating the foods? You know, there's so many different variables. But chances are, if you've done any number of diets, then the variable is in, it's like it's you, <laughs> right? It's like any of these diets, people can have success, but if you're jumping from one to one to one and you're not getting the results, or maybe you did, but then they you fall off it and then you put the weight back on, then what is needs to happen to help you maintain? It's maybe not the specific diet so much as some of the things surrounding that diet. Does that make sense? And if you're wondering, I have lost a lot of weight. So I do have some very personal experience on that particular topic. Okay, friends, so we've been talking, I've been talking for a good while now. It's because I'm passionate about this specific topic. I really am. Something that I see so many people want to make changes in their lives, and they start with well intentions and, and then just don't hit their goals. And it's sad. It's sad for me, and I feel like I can, this is something I'm pretty darn good at for myself. And professionally, this is something I get to help people with every day. And I'm at the point in my career, in my personal life, and my purpose where I'm looking for that next level for me, okay? How do I do this for more people? How do I systematize this to be able to help more people do this in their own lives? And that's what Finder Flow is, friend, and that's specifically what the Resolution Revolution is about and the, the Finder Flow Book Club. This is it. This is me saying, okay, here's what I could do. Here's what I do with my clients, currently my students, to help them hit these certain goals in their lives. And now I can systematize this and structure it in a way to open it up to more people in other industries and in other businesses and other life goals. People maybe don't have anything to do with a business goal or a vocational goal. Maybe it's a spiritual goal or a relationship goal or it's a physical goal. Those kind of goals too. Same kind of thing. Same process. The details will be different, what you're trying to implement, right, depending on what your goal is. But the system, that's a big part of it, and that's the same thing with flow. That's why find your flow, for me, is what it is. It's not find your flow with a specific thing. I mean, there is, but that's once you drill down. At the big level, the meta level, it's, hey, I may be a jiu-jitsu practitioner. You may be a ballerina, but we can both go into flow states. There's a system for us each to get into flow states doing our own thing that we do. Oh, you're an underwater basket weaver. Cool. I like to play keyboard. Okay, well, can we both get into flow states? Yes, we can, using the same principles. If we understand the principles, we can both get into flow states, and we could even underwater basket weave and play keyboard at the same time together and get into flow states together. Okay, that's it, friend. So, here's the thing. This particular episode, probably going to produce it and launch it right away, even though I've got dozens of other episodes that are ready to be launched that should have been launched, but 
because of logistics and whatnot. Just haven't. But this episode, I feel, is very important. It's very timely. So I want to get this thing going. I want to help more people sooner rather than later. It's a new year, rapidly approaching. And I want to help people hit the goals that they've set for themselves and or set better goals because that's a whole thing, right? I've got another product in the uh, Finder Flow store based on this. Go figure. It's called the Goal Guide. The Goal Guide. Finderflow.com forward slash shop search goal guide. Why? Because goals are so important. And if you set goals improperly or don't do them very well, then it's going to make them hard to hit and maybe no fun or, you know, impossible even. So how do we make it happen? Got to set them up properly from the get-go. It's important to understand that. And if you like all these things I'm talking about, then definitely join the book club because the book club, we're going to cover all these things. We're going to do it in a systematized and streamlined way that's going to help you hit the goals that you set for yourself and or set better goals for yourself. And that way you are crushing it at all levels, friends. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Really appreciate your time. And I hope you can see how this might be able to be a thing for you to help get you to whatever it is that next level is for you in, in your mind, body, spirit, social, cash flow type situations, whatever that looks like. So go ahead and go to finderflow.com forward slash RR. The letters RR, that stands for Resolution Revolution. So finderflow.com forward slash RR, the letters and that will get you to the special. And depending on how early you get to that page, there's going to be early bird releases because as I'm recording this, it's like actually not anywhere near, eh, it's kind of near uh, New Year's Eve, but it's pretty early. It's pretty early because I get started on this in November, to be honest. That's when I start my New Year's resolutions. Some weird like that slash awesome like that. And I would like to help you be awesome like that too if you're into that. So, Feel free to hit me up. Go to, uh, if you're on Facebook and you have questions, you can find me on Facebook, Winston Wittis, or uh, find your flow, uh, facebook.com forward slash findyourflow. Like the page, chat me up. Um, let me know if you have questions about it. I'd love to have you on board because I want to make this fun and amazing. I want 20, this next coming up year, and I might even reuse this podcast episode for future years. So, um, so I want it to be amazing for you, and I want it to be life-changing and impactful and awesome as best as possible. So reach out if you have questions. Otherwise, join. Join the book club. I'd love to have you, and we can talk about cool books and self-help and help you hit your goals. That way you're hitting and achieving the life of your dreams. You can do it, friend, and we can help. So join up with us, and until next time, my friend, be flowing. <laughs>